G'day, it's Wilbur from Macaw here. Couple of blokes, couple of beers. This is Ox and Marco. Ridding the world of civil selfishness, one pelican at a time. Go get them, boys. Put your phone on silent, will you? Let's get going. Yep. Are you ready? What the hell is that? What do you mean? Your keys. <laughs> what? Hey, 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 just keep them there just for a second. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the program. My name's Mark Allen, and this bloke with the biggest set of keys I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life is David Schwartz. We call him the Ox. You don't like keys. You've got 50 keys. I've got more than that. Um, I've got How a few many fobs. keys have you got? Oh, look, I, I'm involved with a couple of businesses, and oh, I've got okay. a house and cars, and I've got some. And the kids buy you things, and you put it on there like this. But you've got to carry that around for every day. I won't lose them. Uh, but I you... am copying a little bit of criticism of my bunch of keys. You actually need a little man bag for your keys. <laughs> you know what I need? Have, have you seen one of those whistles? That uh, oh, not whistles, but if what? you <laughs> what? and your keys, if you whistle, your keys beep. No, it's just so you can find your keys. That's a thing. Yeah, you've never seen that. I've got to get one. Well, so what, what do you do? You whistle. You know, and it goes beep, 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 beep. Tells where your keys are. It does. How good's that? What a sensational idea. See, and, but not that I'm going to lose this. But I, um, <laughs> but I have got, my daughter gave me a, a swivelling uh, turtle on a um, bullet. Fee- a, so she bought me that from, from, uh, from a camp when she went on a Fiji camp. Yeah. But, look after the kids. And so then you're supposed to throw that fobs. away after a week. Then I've got my fobs and I've got all that sort of stuff. Now, okay. How, why would you do, why would you torture yourself? Seriously, no, just well, where do you keep your keys? Mate, that's it. No, you've got one key. Well, how do you open your house, mate? It's I leave those keys in the car. And then I just walk out with one key. Right. That's what, you know, the modern okay. key right. thing, well, that's, what it's, that's what it's for. See, this is where you're so ignorant. You are so ignorant. <laughs> what about if someone steals your car, mate? You can't get into your house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's a very good see? point. Right. If you've got your keys on you all the time, you've always got a backup plan. Mate, I've got a Lexus of Blackburn car, yeah, you see, and no one, can get, get, no one can get in no, on it. It's a good that's point. Right. Well, you, well, you've right. got a Lexus. Yeah. Well done. A fake rock with a key to the outside of the house, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, they, I love the fake rock. The fake rock is a go. Actually, do you keep what? Do you keep a spare key at the house? Yeah, I do, and it's in a spot that is a pretty good spot, I reckon. Under the mat? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I bet you it is. No, it's not. Isn't it? No, it's not. It's in the garden. It's in the front garden. Yeah. No, oh, technically not in the garden. No, but it's I, out the front. I can I can pick it. All right. No, you can't. Okay. Pick I'll it. tell you what is. There's two yeah, places. Up, You've mate. got a little gnome. <laughs> it's, it's under, is it under the gnome or is it near the tap? Yeah, the next door neighbor took it to Italy with him and took photos and painted him brown. What about, yeah. what about when you had your first house or your share house with your mates Yeah, and you used to try and hide keys? Yeah. Like you'd hide them all the time. Yeah. You'd lose the keys. The, someone would come home drunk, go, oh, yeah, take the key, and the key never goes back and you come yeah. home three weeks later searching for the key. Where's the key? No, like, we actually seriously had a key under the front doormat there, Paul. Could no one think to look there? No. It's the most obvious, unobvious place to hide it's your keys. Unobvious. Unobvious. It's unobvious. Here we go. Hey, now, <laughs> can we still be friends? I love starting the show with this. Now, I've got a real issue. Yeah. You know where I live. I live down the beach. Yeah, I know. It's a beautiful place. And I'm going to ask you this serious question. 
right. can we still be friends if I absolutely hate the beach? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I hate you the can, beach. What the, you, but you okay. can smell the beach. You can hear the okay. waves okay. at your I house. I hate the smell of the beach. Oh, I hate oh. sand. I hate seaweed. I hate salt water. I hate flies. I hate the wind. And I hate people <laughs> on the beach. Jeez. There is so, nothing about the beach I like. Not one thing. What, what about the, the amount of money that your house has gone up in the last 10 years? Good point. Yeah. <laughs> good point. Pro- property bad. appreciation is good. So Hang on. But so, I hate the beach. So basically you've just copped it in the neck for the last 10 years for the just kids. to make some money. No, for, for the, the kids. kids. The kids the kids and the missus like the beach. Well, I think we can be friends. I don't think Even if I hate it. See, you're so unselfish about living down there to look after your kids and look after the family and build a better life for yourselves, then, yes, I admire what you've done and that's probably one of the big reasons we're great mates. There is not one... <laughs> look, you're so angry. No, <laughs> I am angry. Can I tell you the other thing? You know the <laughs> stupidest thing on the planet? Uh, go on. Is people who sunbake on the beach. Yeah. It is the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. Think about it. you got sand. In your, in your cracks Yuck. and everything, like Yuck. all over you, like, like horrible. Yeah, yeah. You've got pervs walking past up and down all day long. Yes, they're disgusting. You've got no trees. No shelter. No shelter. It's windy. It's cr- like seriously, and you get burnt. Like there is no, and no one can park their car on the beach. So you're So you've got to walk and the beach, the sand is hot. No, I agree with everything you're and saying. And then you bring the sand into your car, there is no positive to the beach. There must be, otherwise people wouldn't do it. And my mind, the way my mind thinks is, mm-hmm. they're just all showing off. They're either showing off yeah. or they want to get with the other opposite sex. It's one or the other. Because you've made great points. If you seriously just wanted to sun, have you ever picked the sun, up a, Have you ever picked up a girl on the beach? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid question! Of course you have. I haven't. But, uh, you've never. Oh, but, but you hate the beach. You yeah, don't go down there. True. But uh, can I? <laughs> but you're right because if you seriously, all you really wanted to do was just lay in the sun. You do it in the backyard. We got, got beautiful grass. grass. Beautiful grass. You've got Fences up, so you get protection. And if you got thirsty or hungry, you just walk into the kitchen and get yourself something to eat. So that's the other thing. You so can't... they're going down there for something. Showing and I'm off. telling you, they're either showing off, showing off. They want to get their kid off, yep. or they want to meet somebody from the opposite sex, or they like strutting. Yeah, strutting. Strutting's strutting. a big thing. Strutting, strutting is a big strutting's thing. Strutting's a big deal these days, especially in Europe. You've been to the beaches in Europe. Yeah. Oh, there is strutting going that's on there. That's all they do. Strutting, and I haven't, I haven't got enough to strut. I, I, I can't strut. I haven't got enough to strut. Back, like, I'm not strutting. I'm kind of... Just, just get, go back and get in the Wayback Machine yeah, for me and, yeah. and just go back to when you were 20. No, not even Were then. you strutting back then? No, nah, I, I was a T-shirt bloke. I'm not... I didn't get the gear off too often. Yeah, okay. Didn't get the gear off. <laughs> no, well, I Can might, we still be friends? Yeah, we can. Absolutely. Your hatred of the beach... Yeah. ...but your love of your family... We can be friends. No worries. Thank you, mate. In fact, my, my kids don't even long the, like well, they, the beach. They like waves. Yeah. All kids like waves yeah. and a boogie board. But and... they don't go down the beach just to hang out nah. on the beach. Hey, um, talking about my kids, I did something the other day in front of them and they were in hysterics, absolute you... hysterics. What was it? Well, a song came on and I started playing the air drums, right? As you do. So I'm going, you know, whatever the song was, you know, there was a bit of a drum thing in the middle of it and I'm away I go. And my daughter's looking at me going, Dad, what are you doing? And I said, I'm Play the playing drums. the air drums. What does it look like? 
She has eardrums. She has eardrums. Like eardrums. Hey, what are your kids now? She's 16. See, that's she should know what the eardrums are. And she calls my boy in, my boy in, and she's going, look what Dad's doing. And I'm still, you know, playing the eardrums. And you're good at it. I'm bloody good at the yeah, eardrums. Of course you are. Right? And they're in hysterics. <laughs> I said, you've never, ever played the eardrums. You haven't lived And kids. they're laughing. Yeah. I, and then I go, what about the air guitar? And they're, all, they're literally <laughs> on the floor. Dad, you're such a dork. And I'm going, yeah, nee, nee. <laughs> And making the faces yeah, and getting down it. on my knees and just the whole lot. Oh, you're on your knees. <laughs> what, <laughs> right? uh, what, uh, Black Play, Sabbath style. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's it. Nice. They've never played the air drums or the air guitar in their miserable did, little did, lives. Did you get on YouTube and show them the air guitar world champs? No, I didn't. So oh, you've got to do that. That's <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. That's, see, that goes in some of the great competitions in the world. That's up there. Chasing that cheese down the hill. I was going to say cheese rolling. <laughs> I was going to say cheese rolling. Chasing that cheese down the hill is one of the great things I have ever seen. Uh, the air guitar competition is wonderful. Bog snor- snorkeling. Bog snorkeling. You know, is they well put the swivels really up there. They go through the river. And the wife carrying. Yeah, the, the wife, wife carrying competition. The wife carrying is a, a ripper. Yeah, absolute ripper. Have you said that? But I say the one on top. Oh, hang on. The one that can never be beaten. It's an Americanism. The hot dog eating competition, oh, yeah. 4th of July in America, is the absolute pinnacle Best of ever. crazy world championships. Now, what's his name? The hot dog eating champion. Oh, he's won it about 50 million times. What's he's a little name? skinny dude. Uh, what's his name? Come on. He's a little skinny dude um, and he's an absolute gun at it. What is his name? Yeah, Siri. Uh, hey, Siri, who is the greatest hot dog eating champion in the whole world? Joey Chestnut. That's him. Joey Chestnut is the gun. What a star. He's a gun. So of all those crazy competitions, all right, so you've got the hot dog eating competition. Bog snorkeling. You've got the bog snorkeling. Cheese rolling. The cheese rolling. You've got the air guitar, air, air guitar. world championship. Wife yeah, wife, and the wife, wife carrying. carrying. Which one do you reckon you'd be half a chance at winning? Wife carrying. Wife carrying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wife carrying. You're a bulldozer. I'm not good at bog snorkeling, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I reckon running downhill, I'm a downhill skier. I reckon <laughs> chasing the cheese. I reckon chasing the cheese. <laughs> Just give me a helmet and I'm going flat out after that thing. How, how did they come up with that sport, the cheese rolling? I don't know. Like, that's just a, it's an odd one. But as far as a spectator sport. It's a ripper. They're selling tickets to that thing, yeah, mate. Yeah. You got to turn up for free. Ripping. You are paying money to go and watch them chase that cheese. Have you seen that show on TV called Man versus Food? No. Where the guy will sit down and he'll eat, he might have 240 oysters <laughs> or he'll have a two, kilo, a two kilo hamburger and he's got 25 minutes to eat it. Oh. Some of those challenges that he does, he... Yeah, he's an idol for me. He like he's same bloke, and he's and he takes on all these. He, he did this one the other day where he had the hottest chili in the world, and right. it was out of, it was out of Mexico. Yeah, and they reckon it's the chili burger of all chili burgers. And if you can get through the chili burger, you win a thousand dollars US. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a kilo and a half this burger, and he thought I'm just going to put it down my throat as quick as I can. Yeah. All right, so he started eating it. Yeah, he got three mouthfuls in. And you see the colour change in his face and then you start seeing seeing him sweat. He didn't get through half the burger before it was over for it him. It was over. It was over. Not only was it over, paramedics off to hospital. Are you kidding off me? Off to hospital. That's how dangerous and hot this chilli was. And it was called the... 
It was called the the uh, the triple Texas killing <laughs> sauce. Like it was unbe- like unbelievable. Yeah, this eating stuff. Do you know where it originated? Yeah, where is it? In a movie called Cool Hand Luke. Oh yes, because his character Luke bet someone in that jail that he couldn't eat fifty eggs. That's right. And it's it one, of the, it's one yeah. of the greatest scenes in movie history. Are you good? At, is there anything you can do, like eat or is there, is there something that that you pride yourself in on owning, you know, a record in or, uh, or being better than anyone else in? Well, when I was a kid, I used to drink a lot of milk. In fact, I didn't drink any... Milk? Tea whiz, Well, that's one of the reasons why I don't have a filling in my mouth. That's I'm 53 years that's old true. and I that's never true. drink yeah, lemonade. And or you don't have a calcium problem. I don't have a calcium no, problem. And, and the other, I've never had a broken bone except for my nose. I really? My, yeah, someone punched me in the face once. And I well, it's pretty... Nose. But I don't know too many golfers <laughs> that have got broken bones, to be honest. It's not really a physical sport. <laughs> oh, no, I fell out of a bunker. <laughs> oh, I, did a, I did a roll out of a golf cart. True, true. It's a brutal sport. Right. But when I was a kid, for one day my brother said that I couldn't drink two litres of milk. Like I had one and he goes, I I said to him I could drink milk all day. He goes, you couldn't drink another one. And I did. How'd you go? I threw up all over the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, like, could you eat? Cho- like, I can no, eat blocks of chocolate. I, I, I've sat down and had two and a half kilos of ribs in one ribs, in yeah, one go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and a half kilos of ribs, which was four, four racks. big racks, one right. after another after another. Well, did, 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 like the only place I've have really ever had ribs is in the US. Yeah, no, it was US ribs. Yeah. Now, US why? Ribs. Why is it that their cows? <laughs> Produce better ribs than our cows because I've had ribs here and our ribs are garbage. No, it's, it's not the ribs. It's, it's, how you, it's how you cook them and smoke them. You've you just got to smoke them for hours, and we aren't patient enough. So it's not nothing to do with grass no, feed or grain feed. No, it's preparation. Preparation. That's all it is, according to my limited knowledge <laughs> on ribs. But it's it's, how you, it's it's a Texas smoking. Yeah, into, yeah, and we've been to Texas a few times yeah, now. Down there, it's my goodness me. That's where you buy you buy a steak there. You don't buy a steak by it's five hundred grams. You buy it by the inch. If I'll I li- have the two inch steaks, yeah. thanks. If I lived in America, it'd be all over. You'd be the fattest man. I on would be. <laughs> Jeez, I'd be fat. How 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 big are their meals? Oh, it's um, it's crazy. And no veggies. It's all chips or no, mash. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know where they get those plates from. But how come they're not all peppermint patties? I know there's a lot of peppermint patties over there, but they're not all fat. Yeah, that's true. There's I some, don't know why. Yeah, they should be bigger for what they eat. How come? Yeah. And it's their breakfast too. Their breakfasts are big. Mate, they have donuts with icing for breakfast. Yeah. You go to an early meeting over there and you walk in and there are 15 boxes of donuts, all kinds of different things, and they just wolf in. You get the skinny little girl over there. She just goes, bang, bang, bang. You know, she's just piling donuts down. Crazy sort of stuff. Just before we get to the break, you were... Hang on, hang on. <laughs> 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 Leave the keys alone. Um, Sorry. Uh, you, were, you, were locking, you were laughing at me when I said I was one of the greatest air guitarists and air well, drummers in the whole world. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't laughing at you. Let but me just play. No, actually I was. <laughs> okay. Let, I, I'm going to do, do one and I bet you'll know it, all right? I'm going to do it. Okay. Come on, what was that? You know exactly what song that's from. Was it a horse? Oh, come <laughs> on! Do it again, do it again. I have no idea. Oh. I've been feeling <laughs> coming. You, you missed that? 
Come on. We'll do one more time. I've lost that. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes. This is Ox and Marco. And when you get a sec, we'd love you to subscribe and rate the podcast. All right, Marco. We do a bit of travelling. You know, we travel yeah. interstate, and and when you when you're a big bloke, not like these little blokes, but when you're a big bloke and you're sitting in cattle class, which is yeah, anywhere yeah. from seat five down to seat fifty, mate. If you're six foot one or above, and you're in cattle class, it's an uncomfortable trip. All right. So say you are travelling from Melbourne to Brisbane, two hour flight. Yeah. Should the person in front of you be allowed to put his seat back? Okay, this is uh, under the banner of civil selfishness. Is yes. this the style of chat we're in? Civil selfishness 101. <sighs> the second that light goes off, if that person in front wheels it back, I think you're. I think it's fair enough to whack him or at least to start tapping on the chair yeah. like, what are you doing? If, if, <clears throat> if it's a long flight and it's night time and he wants to put it back, I get it. But if it's a daytime trip and he knows you're a big fella behind, there is just no way. That's your point. That's the point. That's the point right there. There's just no way. So if you jump in your seat, you always have a good look who's beside you, in front of you and behind you. If there's a little kid behind you, no worries. Put the chair back. Clear. If you've got a little grandma behind you with, with no legs. Put the chair back. If, Clear. If you've got Michael the midget behind you, you can <laughs> again with the midget. You can put it's just unbelievable. You can put the chair back. But if you look back and you've got Chris Anstey sitting behind you, yeah. who's seven foot, yeah. or you've got someone whose knees are already touching the seat yeah. in front of you, that's right. You have no right, none, no right to put your chair back. Yeah, it's a, it, look. It's a it's it's a bit of a raffle when you when you get in cattle class and you're flying domestic in this country. It's a raffle. Yes. But unfortunately, if there's a big person behind you, you cannot at any stage rip that thing back. No, I have, it's over. I do not and I never have put my chair back unless I'm flying internationally. That's because you understand what it feels I like. I understand it. But you know, oh, this is what I've noticed. What have you noticed? The people who do this are on the midget side of normal. <laughs> Small people do it because... 
they don't get what it feels like when it comes back in their direction. Uh, what about, so I blame them. What about, just say you find someone small behind you and you put your chair back, when the meal gets delivered, do you put the chair forward? Yeah. You've got to put the chair yeah, forward. Of it's just a rule. It's, it's an unwritten rule that when you're eating, you put your chair forward because otherwise you're leaning back into other people's food. Now, you know, there's a simple solution for this and it's a solution that you and I would know because we go into a lot of... Sports bars. Yes. There's always rules of how to play pool in every sports bar you go to. Can't shoot backwards. So you're playing a game, mate, can we shoot backwards? They just point to the rules. Two right? shots on the black. So, so you walk over there, you go, no, I can't shoot backwards here. Yep. Right, no worries. Hey, mate, can I? is there two shots on the black? They walk straight out. Uh, there's no two shots in the black in this pub. Right, very simple. So instead of that stupid thing about how a tray table gets folded out, the instructions yes. on the back of the seat, get rid of that stupid thing because we can all just turn the bloody little switch. Yes. Instead of that, just have the rules of planes. Simple. Big person behind you, no, you cannot put your seat back. Little person behind you and you've put the seat back, if they're eating, seat comes forward. Yeah, good. Just simple stuff. I didn't know the rule until uh, a flight attendant told me this. Oh, they, they, when, they, when you're, you're landing, saying there are rules. Oh, there, there's definitely rules. You know when you're landing, you've got to have the window coming oh, yeah, open. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even know why. Now, but why? They say if your plane's being hijacked or there's trouble in the plane that they put down the, the blinds because they don't want people seeing in. I think it's a load of crap. That's rubbish. I think it's a load of crap, but it's for safety. Do you agree with that? I think it's just a stupid rule. Yeah, the other stupid rules in planes. What about if you're scared of flying and you don't want to watch your plane land? Yeah, like it's scary for some people. Let's look after those people. Yeah, yeah, close the blind. I'll tell you another stupid rule in planes. What is it? Not allowed to send a text before you're down. Please, I'll oh, do it all come the time. On. Well, if it, well, you think the plane's going to come down if I send something? Hey, darling, I'm just about to land. Uh, I'll be home soon. Sorry I'm late. Right, that text goes out. That go, that text goes out when I'm over Shepparton flying home. Right? Of, course, of course it does. Of course it does. As if you can't send a text message before the plane comes down. Have, have you what ever? A joke. Actually, talking about this, talking about being yeah. bluffed, because yeah. you've been bluffed. That's, that's oh, right. That's anyone's. If you are not sending text messages before you're down, yeah. if you're waiting for them. You're, you've been bluffed. What Completely about? Completely bluffed. What about sending and receiving text messages while fueling up your car? And I'll ask you this, because I've never heard of a fire ever started in a service station from a bloke on his phone. No, I'm sending text messages. Of course. I'm even answering my phone. If I'm filling up the car and I hear a little, I get it out, so yeah, I'll be there soon. But hang on. Have you ever heard of of anyone starting a fire in a petrol station by sending a text message? No, never. Ever, ever. Rubbish. It is a load of crap. Um, Before we go, you know what Bin all these going to? You can't have a swim after half an hour after you've eaten. Oh, it's the same thing. Mum and Dad bluffed you. You know why Mum and Dad were bluffing you? Because they've just spent a whole bunch of time making breakfast, uh, making a lunch for you, and they're really tired, and they don't want to just look after you while you're in the pool. Of course they did. It's a bluff. That's called civil, civil laziness. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Back um, on the plane. Back on the plane. Back on the plane. Back on the plane. Okay. Oh, I got then one. Hang on. Oh, you hang got on one. A second. Hang on a second. Okay. Do you do a number two in a plane? All day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> All but day. But hang on a second, but there's nothing to clean. You know, you know sometimes you make a little, there's no toilet brush. I've never it. heard what happens. <laughs> it gets sucked down. But not the little. <laughs> so you are happy doing oh, a number two in every, a plane? All the time. 
Got to. That's remarkable. Yeah. Got to. All right. I'll, I'll I've, take no, I've never, ever done a number two in a blind. Just prior to getting to that level, what about if you're sitting there and yeah. you're on the window and you need a horse and cart? Right. Do you drop one? Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. Do you know why? I and, think... and, the, and, and, and this is how you fix it. You look around and go... Oh. 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 <laughs> that yeah. Now that's simple selfish. You're blaming somebody else. But see, uh, here's the funny thing. I don't reckon you can smell them on a plane. Oh, no, they've got good Why ventilation. Not? Good ventilation. So how does that work? Because uh, remember when COVID was around, right, and they were saying that, you know, it's okay to everyone sitting next to each other wearing a stupid mask and you'll never yep. get it yep. because for whatever, the, the, the ventilation in the planes. Is that the same reason you can't really smell? I, I think it gets sucked up pretty quick. I get sucked up that's pretty remarkable. quick. That's remarkable. Talk about civil selfishness. Yeah. If you're reading the... If you're reading the magazine yeah. and you've got Sudoku or you've got a crossword, <laughs> do you do the Sudoku or the crossword or is that being civil selfishness taking that to a new level because you stuff it up for the next person? No, I think best first in, best first. Yeah, I, agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. I think it's no I, I reckon you get in there. And, and uh, what about uh, if you've got uh, Chewy? Uh, what about if you've got Chewy, right, and you uh, jump in? Uh, do you use the sick bag and put your Chewy in the sick bag? Yes. And then just put the sick bag back in there? Oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so the next person who's got air turbulence gets the sick bag out, can't open the bag uh, listen, up. Listen, I think you're helping the next person yeah, out yeah. because if he nearly needs to throw up, he opens the bag up and sees someone chewy, he'd be going, Do you? It would help him. So I think, right. it's, I think it's actually a good thing. You're actually doing a civil service okay. in that situation. Last one, last one. <laughs> Do you take your shoes off? No, Never. Yeah. Never. See, but I, see, I do. I don't mind. But my it. feet don't smell. Well, I was, was going to say. Oh, see, this, see. I, I've no, they don't. My I've sat feet. next to people who've taken their shoes off, but I've never ever smelt foot odor on a plane in my life, and I've always just assumed it's the same reason you can't smell a horse and cart. What about at the picture theatre? If you're at the <laughs> movie, you're a gold class, do you mate, take your shoes off? No, mate. If someone's taking the shoes off in gold class, I'm going to the manager <laughs> and I'm, and I'm I've, reporting I've had, do, I've had to do that. I've had to I'm do that. That's not good, that's, is that's, it? That's uncool. I don't you, but see, that's, that's That is level five. It, we don't get there too often. But if you're in gold class and you've taken your moccasins off, <laughs> right, because not no, moccasins. only a moccasin where wearer would we bother doing that. Where are we? Warrigal? Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Maui. We're, 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 the, we're, we're at the Maui we're drive. We're at the Maui gold Maui, class. Maui gold class. <laughs> 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 and you got in there and you've had a glass of wine in the foyer, right, and you've just had your little canopy and you're about to go in there to the Maui and you sit down <laughs> and then there's some beast of a human being who's just taking his mockies off, I'm reporting you to management okay. because that is level five civil selfishness. Oh, We've we got a friend. We've got a friend, haven't we, yeah. that he won't get in a plane unless you can wheel a trolley down the That's aisle. right. Correct way. So he won't get on the smaller small planes. planes. He yeah. won't get on the smaller planes. Unless there's, He's had a good theory. Unless there's, unless there's a hosty serving drinks, I'm not getting not on that getting plane. On. Not getting on. All right. Hello, KB. Hello, uh, KB. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I hope you're well. You just said... You reckon your feet don't smell. Now, you've been going half a day, probably, what, six Ooh. hours so far. Yep. Give me a shirt. Oh, really? Yeah, I want to test this out. God. I, if, you're, they, if, you're they, li- if you're lying, and these are old they'll shoes. be held These are old shoes. These are, these are, old, these are foot joys. Do you want me to smell it first? Do you have body, <laughs> do you have body odor or not? Hmm. <laughs> no, they're pretty good. Nice foot joys. That doesn't smell. No. That doesn't smell. No, I, my feet don't smell. 
That's like a brand new shoe. And they're old. So How about these socks on for three days? <laughs> <laughs> what about body odour? No, nah, I got a bit of that. I get, I do get body odour. Right, yeah. And, and but but I, we, I use uh, deodorant. Oh, thank, <laughs> thankfully. And, and your shower. And I tub up. <laughs> and, I, and I tub up. Have you got any mates who are non tubbers? No. No, I, well, see, see, I played golf with somebody the other week. See, there was that, a non tubber. That, that comes under the banner of can we still be friends? Oh. I, can't. I could not be friends with somebody who smelt. Well, it was really a friend bad. of a friend who brought him to golf, and I've told that friend not to come back. How many people in your life have you had to had the talk to? And that is the you stink talk because this is probably this twice. Is, this is the and hardest. One was uncomfortable. This is the hardest conversation yeah. I think you can have with a young person. So, so you got to do. So, there's a couple of ways you go about it. You can either have the conversation and be really brave, yeah. or you start dropping hints, yeah. or, or you start giving presents, <laughs> or you start telling oh, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So you just drop off. Here's a present. Uh, oh, I really like it. There you go, Rex Oda. There's a can, can, can of brute, can of brute, uh, a cake of velvet, whatever it is. You just got to you got to get the message across. I, I've had to have this chat a few times. Really? Yeah. And and I, I think a golfer's bad at it. No, no, no people oh. I've worked with. And I reckon I'm reasonable Ooh. at it. So I'll actually just drag the person over and I'll say, hey, listen, I'm your mate. Everybody else in this building's talking about the way you smell. Yeah. I said, I'm telling you, just go and have a shower, get it done. And then when it's done and you smell better, I'll start circulating how much better you are these days. And it offsets it beautifully. You're a good person. It offsets. You're a good person. So one, they know they stink. But two, they know if they start looking after themselves, I will start telling everybody how much better you got. So, so how did she take it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that to a girl. You can do it to a boy. You can't do it to no, a girl. You got to get a you got to get a female to eyeball a female. Girls I think. don't stink. Not like us. No, nah, not like us. We are the end. No, disgusting. Yeah, people. we can be bad. Yeah, we're horrendous. Oh, yep. Horrendous. Righto, Ox, uh, let's speak with Tony Shebeki, the baseball coach. <laughs> oh, I love this. And by the way, the voice of the MCG. Hello, Tony. Hello, boys. I've got around about seven jobs and you picked that one. Well done. Well, it's a great voice. Can you give us the uh, cars parked in the wrong spot uh, and read out the, the number plate, <laughs> the please? Number Can plate you please move your vehicle? MCG. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. With the owner of a Mercedes VJC 137, please attend your car. You have left your engine running. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're hey, too hey, good. Hey, we are just talking before about gold teeth. Yeah. A uh, gold teeth... On the way in or the way out? No, nah, they're on the way out for sure, aren't they? Aluminium teeth would be more uh, economical. And... <laughs> Aluminium? What are we talking about jaws? From the bottom of exactly. Oh, yeah, I can't remember seeing anyone with the gold teeth in the last 10 years, with gold teeth in the last 10 years. They're out because you don't even have gold fillings anymore. Apparently no. you get white fillings these days. Yeah, but if, you, if you're hanging around gang members, Tony, which you used to, not anymore. <laughs> no, exactly right. Well, with the suit, you don't get ears like mine uh, from sitting on your bum, Ox. That's correct. <laughs> no, you, no, you don't. Hey, Tony, we're just talking uh, about aeroplanes. Do you put your seat back when you are sitting sitting in front of somebody. This is a bugbear of mine, seriously. I have nearly act, had a massive chon with a bloke who just kept on putting his feet into the back of my chair and oh. you know, it was just, it was wrong. And I turned around and said to him nicely, I said, mate, can I just ask you to stop doing that? I know there's not a lot of room and I appreciate that. I've got the same problem here. But uh, if you could just stop kicking my chair 
And he's gone on. He's carried on. Mate, I'll do whatever I like. Cause I want to see that. He's carried on. Absolutely carried on as if he it was his responsibility to absolutely wreck my day. What a disgusting human. Do you take your shoes off on the plane, Tom? Take my shoes. Yes, definitely take shoes off the plane. That's not a problem. Oh, you do? Oh, nice. Yes. How's the yeah. foot odor? Um, well, if I've got foot odor, the shoes go back straight on very quickly. <laughs> hey, 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 Tony, a lot of our, a lot of our um, listeners here wouldn't realise. Uh, Marco mentioned your... You are the voice of the MCG, but you're also the voice of one of the most famous television series oh, yes. this country's ever seen. Yes, yes a, which current, was... a current affair or no? Oh, no, no, not gladiators. a gladiator. Gladiators, yes, gladiators. Yeah. Can you give it? Can you give us a bit of a call of gladiators that you yeah. uh, on how you landed the job and just you know maybe bring Vulcan into it yeah, or no, some we, of we your some of your classic um, yeah, competitors? Well, uh, and I know that you always wanted to go on gladiators, David. I know that yeah, was absolutely. A, a big thing of yours. So, Anthony, they took they they got Anthony Kudafidis on instead of me. Yeah, uh, and I, could what not, a joke. I could not believe that. I put that to the producer and I said, "You are kidding me, Ox. Come on." <laughs> uh, Peter the Greek God did the job quite well. But uh, so I'll put you up against Vulcan on. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to go. Right, here we go. So uh, you, you guys are both standing on these padded uh, platforms. I'm ready. You've I'm got, ready. You've got big tooth buds in your hands and you're yep. about ready to absolutely go for it. Here we go. So Mike Whitney blows his whistle and away goes Ox. He starts bashing away at Vulcan. There's one to his body, but Vulcan fights back. One to the legs, one to the head. Ox is wobbling, but he comes back a big hit and knocks Vulcan off his 10 points. Yes. Now, the, the, the funny thing about this is, can I, can I just explain my scenario here? As you guys yes. know, I work at a school, Maribyrnong Sports Academy, and I'm actually outside because I didn't want to disturb the teachers having their lunch. So I'm actually outside, and there's a group of about 70 kids just standing around me thinking that I have gone absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what we just did. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're a star. Good on you, Shebex. Nice to catch up. Always a pleasure, boys. Anytime. Okay, come on, it's time for the joke. Mm-hmm. I love doing this. Is actually, well, what do we got up there now? We got short joke. Well, we've got a spinning wheel, Dan and we've joke. got different topics. Blonde joke. Yeah. Knock knock joke. Irish joke. And there's Little a couple jokes. We got midget yeah, jokes. Nah. Don't. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we're gonna get letters. Okay, here we go. And what is it? I can't see. It's a blonde joke. Blonde, blonde joke. Another one. No wonder. All right. Uh, blonde, 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 blonde. Come all right, on. All right, all right, all right. Come here on. we go. Did you hear about the blonde who tried to blow up her husband's car? No. She burned her lips on the exhaust yeah, pipe. Oh, my <laughs> God. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Too good. Righto. Thank you, folks. We'll catch you next time. We will. I feel every week we have to make more and more apologies, in particular to short-statured people. So apologies uh, for anything Ox and Marco have said today, in particular to uh, short people called Michael uh, for today's episode. But for better or for worse, that's another episode of Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers with Ox and Marco. And if you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to rate and review it and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. And, of course, share it with your friends and let them know that you think it's not too shabby, except for the whole, you know, short people thing. And thanks to Tony Shebecki, the voice of the MCG and Gladiators, for being a part of the Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers family today. Appreciate it, mate. Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers executive producer is Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound design, Daryl Misson from loudzebra.com.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.